You are now listening to Couch Coach Live. So we're back here on another Couch Coach Live, the quarantine edition. Uh, what's going on, Mal? <laughs> so silly. Right. You doing okay? You 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 know I'm still out here, um, like Daryl from Walking Dead, man, trying to stay out the way. I still got to work and everything, you know. I'm essential, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm chilling at the crib. Um, you know, I, I do have. I'm shout out to um definitely huge uh grateful that you know my job they they allow me to work from home so. I've been working from home, but despite like my like seventh or eighth day working from home, man, I'm just chilling, man. Just stay, like you said, staying out the way, just chilling, man. Just you know, quick doing, doing 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 what, the, what doing what the good governor tells me of the state of Virginia, stay at home. Quick question. Yeah, what's up? Are you liking it? I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm loving it because it's a part of me. It's like I had to, you know how sometimes when you're just going too fast and you're doing too much, something uh-huh. always eventually has to stop you. Right. So that's what it was. Cause I, you know, ever since what, like November, I've been rolling. Like I've been working every day. Like, I mean, I think I was off maybe like Christmas, New Year's and like the Monday after the Super Bowl. I think that's only like three days I've had like off this year. You know, you know, prior to my part-time job, basically um, they're closed because, of course, part-time I'm at a, I'm at a, a gaming emporium. So basically, you know, that's with tons of people. So of course, they they've been closed for almost about three weeks now. So it's like, you know, so I you know pretty much have had like the weekends off for the last like almost a month now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's one of those things where it's like yeah, it's, it's some you know sometimes you just you, you just, some just tell you, you know you gotta sit down. And I think with that happening, and then you know the ability to work from home, it's almost like that was my sign to be like, you know what, you just need to stay still, and just do, you know, I got you here for a reason, right? You, you know, I and he knew, and you know, you know, they and then I always thought like, I need to take a break, I need to do something, and I can I come on thinking like, how I'm going to sequence some time to take, you know, just take some me time and take a break. So this is. I'm not saying it's a perfect storm, but it's just one of the things where it's like, on, on my end, it's like, maybe this is just a sign letting me know, hey, this is the time that you need to give advantage of this time while you can, because once this is all over, it's full speed ahead again. We hope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, we once hope. Once everything dies down, yeah, I mean, I, you know, on my end, like, I'll still probably, you know, once everything dies down and, you know, we flatten the curve and actually eliminate it, then, you know, mm-hmm. then, you know, it'll be probably full speed ahead again. Right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, man. So, week three without sports, man. Um, how you feeling this week without sports? This is what I'm getting without sports. It's a lot of conversations. It's a lot of um, people – being creative in different ways from the Facebook, IG Lives, 
uh, more podcasts, um, one-on-one conversations, and you're getting a lot of raw. Because, um, you know, when people at home, you know what I'm saying, regardless, sometimes when they're at home, they try to put the mask on, but they can't. Like the, the deep conversation with Carmelo talking about where um, he almost died and LeBron saved him. Uh, the, yeah. conversation, the conversation with Carmelo saying that, which tripped me out, that he did not. If everybody was saying he should have went number one, then he should have been number two, right? And he would have went to the Pistons. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that, that's, that, that trips me out, too. And he's saying that um, they might have won a championship, which I think they might have won a championship. They were always close. You know what I'm saying? They was always yeah. there, but they never – I don't think the Pistons really – did they add anything extra to that team so they could keep going? Well, no, I think it's just more so they just got older. I think they won that first year against the Lakers, and then from there they lost to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I think everything happened. They, I think they got a little cocky because remember at one time they got all four the um all yeah, the, all you know, four the guys all star yeah. game. And then I'm talking about the players. Then, I'm yeah. talking about the organization. I mean, why didn't the organization? Why wouldn't they? Well, get well, the thing is, and and I, I it made sense at that time because you got to think about it. Larry Brown was their coach. And that's why, and you, and that's one thing too. Where, yeah, we always questioning it, but at that time, their thought was okay. They had Tayshawn Prince. Mm-hmm. They had a guy like, and you gotta think about it. I don't know how Le, how Carmelo would have been with Larry Brown. That's to be the interesting thing. Where I can see him saying that, but would he would have took? Him coming off the bench because he wasn't gonna start on that team. I mean, initially, with Larry Who's Brown as their head coach, no, he wouldn't have. Yeah, we I'm know telling you. Yeah, we man. know that, but that's what I'm saying. But and then you look at how Larry Brown treat not treated him, but you could tell it like in the Olympics, like why Carmelo wasn't getting minutes in the Olympics, and it's just like, huh? Like, probably, you know, even though, behind the scenes, it probably was because now. We just saying, we not saying, but deep down, let's let's put our thinking hats on. Let's be honest. It's probably because Carmelo probably voiced his opinion, like, why didn't you get me at number two? When everybody knew if he wasn't going number one, he should have been number two. But Larry Brown, and that's one thing, too, where Larry Brown, too, kind of is the thing about it where I can see what, yeah, they would have won a title regardless. But the thing is, Carmelo, would he been would have been able to say, I don't think he would have been the same player that he would have been if he didn't go. Because I'm telling you, that Larry Brown dynamic would have been kind of, that would have been interesting how that would have played out. And I don't think it would have been a good experience for Carmelo. I look at it as it could be, it would have been a saving grace for him, for him not to go to Detroit. But Detroit would have been, Detroit would have been, that would have been very interesting though. I mean, he would have won titles, but, at that time, they were looking at it from a standpoint of, well, we got Tayshawn Prince. We need to get like a guy like a Marco. Yeah, no, no, no. We're talking about 17 years ago. And we, yeah. Yeah, we saying that, B. But what I remember about that team was a great team, but they never really truly had an ISO guy that can give you 15 points. They didn't have that. They was a team. It's just like, okay, when I seen them, I used to compare them. I compared them to the Warriors. 
that's how complete they were when they were just the, yeah. the Warriors won 77, all those games. If they was three-point shooters, like if Detroit was three-point shooters, I would put them as that because you, you could be down, you could be up 20 by them, and then in a minute and a half, they done got that bitch back down to um, 10 points. You know what I yeah. mean? With their defense and how, how, and how they, they passed the ball. They all they were so disciplined. You see what I'm saying? But man, yeah. let's be real. He was just because he just left Iverson and he didn't want to deal with Carmelo because that's what he compared to. Because he had cornrows and he was somewhat of a street dude. That shit is getting on my nerves. They need to grow up. But <laughs> that's what I'm, that's and that's why I kept on saying. And and I'm telling you, Larry Brown is just a different kid. I'm telling you, when I seen them, they the Olympics. When LeBron and Carmelo won't get no time, and I'm like, dude, right. they're literally like the two best players on this team. On that regardless, team. regardless, put regardless. Put all that yeah. pressure on Tim Duncan. They made that Tim Duncan look horrible that Olympics. Horrible. Re- re- regardless, regardless of their horrible. age, I know they were teenagers, but we know for a fact they were the two best players on that team. They were right. one of the two best bad. players. You know who yeah. else was bad? Um, Larry Brown looks bad because you went to the Olympics and you got kicked out of a game, maybe one or two, where you arguing over this, this, and that. No, you should have seen that stuff. Is, uh, as it, that's why this season was the best NBA season because they gave everybody – everybody got a chance to play, B. Everybody got a chance to show their skills. There's people that nobody even know that is that good at bas- that's good, that's out there, played in a G League, came for some off-college – played some years overseas, they got a chance to come and, and be able to play, and they knock it down threes, playing defense. And you're like, who is this person? They got to wear a weird hairstyle or something strange just so they can get some type of attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, yeah. that, that, and that's just why I keep saying, and we'll go and later on the show, we'll go back to it, because some of the stuff I got from the Vegas thing made a lot of sense. You've got to start holding organizations and GMs accountable because there's no way – and see, that was the problem, too, was that you right, Detroit Pistons was very arrogant because – and they was, very, they was very arrogant because they won one championship and they beat the Lakers, but they didn't win no more championships after that. They would get to the Eastern Conference. They could do all that stuff, but they didn't win. They only won one, one championship, that team, right? But they was – Yeah, they only won, yeah. They still felt like they were success. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, and yeah, and yeah, and that's one of the things where it's like Larry Brown, and it's funny, and I don't want to compare the two, and I think I think we, you, you, it's gonna sound crazy, but it's almost similar to like I think the Jalen Rose situation, where I think he would really speak to it, because I remember when he was in um, was it in Indiana, mm-hmm. Jalen Rose, and um, he was getting like DMPs, he wasn't getting played at all, and he was. He even said that, and this Jalen Rose says this, and he said that, you know, Chris Webber's up here, Jawan Howard's up here, Jimmy uh-huh. Jackson, I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy and Ray is down there. I can determine where you go either either with, with, with C-Webb in them or with Ray Jackson uh-huh. in them. And, like, uh-huh. to me, and I'm telling you, I swear he would probably would play those type of man, mind games with Carmelo. And I'm telling you where it's like, and he – I, and it's one of the things where I think, and honestly, in the grand scheme of things, because Melo is still going to be a Hall of Famer, 
I think in my personal opinion, it may be down the road. Uh, I mean, he, he, you know, he'd be probably almost 50-ish by that come around. I don't think he'll be a first ballot. But I'm like, you know what? Yeah, he, it, it, but he would have had to pay the ultimate price. It, it's, it's one thing where it's like he had to choose either one. Yeah, he could have won. A, he could have won a, 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 a title with Detroit, but who knows how his career would have been? Man, he still would have been Melo B. He still. I mean, been I don't know. I'm, I'm, it just depends. If, I, I, I it, yeah, too. I mean, once, once, if it depends. If Larry Brown was there, think about Larry Brown was there for 15 years. Bro, Kawhi Leonard. Look at Kawhi Leonard, right? Look at Kawhi yeah. Leonard. He came in with a team that already was was necessarily winning, and he he stood out. You know what I mean? He yes. stood out, and look at him now. Like, look at him now. I think they, he won a championship, yeah. and he didn't learn stuff. He, I don't even think – can you say Carmelo, has he had any any coaches that was better than Larry Brown? No. I mean, not really, and that's the thing. Well, I like George Call, maybe just because of my bias. George yeah. Call was a great coach. You didn't even have I to mean, say that. I was, I was hoping you said But I'm saying, George – yeah, George Call – I'm going to tell yeah. you the truth why they – they didn't. They didn't draft him. And this is coming from me. I'm gonna be true. You know what I'm saying? Because they was putting everything in LeBron. You understand? I'm telling y'all. I believe they were putting everything in LeBron, and they knew that they didn't really want the Carmelo and LeBron rival. Even though behind the scenes people would talk about it, but they was pushing. I think they was trying to push Melo away. That's my take on it. Because there's no way in hell. That, that that dude should have been drafted before, and I don't think I, that, that's my take on it. I think I think they I, I think that that's my thing. That's my take. Because if he went yeah. to Detroit number two, then that damn sure would have been Mario. But definitely, even though they did try to market it to a point, it would have been more. It definitely would have been marketing that Carmelo and versus LeBron. You know what I'm saying? That's just my take on it, and I do. Yeah, but I think it just more so that I think the whole Darko thing, I think they really thought he was going to become this like Dirk Nowitzki. And that's another thing, too, where we kind of look at that time period because you're thinking about 2003 and we're like we're all caught up in the Dirk Nowitzki, like who's going to be the next Dirk Nowitzki. So a lot of that stuff, too, happened. So that's one thing, and plus, I mean, I mean, we all know in, in hindsight they should have just got mellow. I mean, they they could have worked it out between yeah, him and Tayshawn Prince. I think I, it would have happened. I, man, regardless, Tayshawn did it was a role player, and he was not going to start over Tayshawn the first year or maybe the Correct. second year, right. right? And that's 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 okay because he a rookie. He Mellow was going to understand that. He played for a ch- he he was gonna understand that then, and I'm telling you, everybody would. They was a championship team. They was on. They was already a success. But you, that's why it bothers me about sports because I'm like, man, are you trying to win or are you not? You know what I'm saying? Even though they was success, they still was missing something. They was missing something. You see what I'm saying? They were because they couldn't. They they of course they they won against the Lakers. They lost against the San Antonio Spurs. They were still missing them. you got to constantly keep trying to go forward. When you have a chance to get Carmelo Anthony, who just won a championship, like what are you talking about? So you got some type of scoring. So you put him, you, you be who you are, you have conversations with him. He was, Carmelo Anthony is not Allen Iverson. No. 
he's not Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson is an icon in a lot of different 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 ways. You know what I'm saying? It's just, mm, it's just, I didn't, I didn't even know that. And when I heard that, and I'm like, and I, I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, and that's crazy. Yeah, because you, yeah. And and at that time, the, the thought was a little different. Even though back then it was like, well, yeah, he should have got Carmelo even back then. But then I get the rationale behind it with Joe Dumars. I he kind of spun it in a way where, okay, we it, it made sense even 17 years ago. And I mean, hey, it is what it is, and it's just. <laughs> I mean, cause, yeah, because I remember Joe Dumars talking about that. And, you know, of course, that was one of his probably his biggest mistakes as a general manager, and he will admit that. I mean, to this day, I mean, he, he admits I'm, I'm he, gonna start he don't run away like from that. it. He don't he don't run away from it. And stuff like that just don't mess up. It didn't. It, I mean, Carmelo Anthony's career was it's been great. He could it could have been greater, but at the same time, I mean, the Pistons hasn't been anything. Let's just say that. The Pistons really have not been anything since that trade. Let's just say that. They may have had some success, but they were supposed to win championships. You see what I'm saying? The Spurs, yeah, they lost here and there, but they always went back and got them some chips, B. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah, they kept and adding yeah. on. And that, yeah. that's what's not yeah. fair to the fans, the people that's giving money, is because is these G, are these GMs and owners doing what they're supposed to do because – to be successful, to, to find a way to win a championship. And a lot of times they don't. Because one of the reasons they like getting those foreign players, which now when I think about it, it, it helps spread the floor because they be tall and most a lot of times they be tall and lanky with long arms and they can to be a big man. A lot of their big mans can score. You know what I mean? They can shoot the three because to pay attention, Ben Wallace was the one crashing the boards, but Rasheed Wallace – was shooting threes and posting up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you get you a young. It's just. Mm. And that's what and that's what that's what they were thinking they were going to get out of Darko. Right. And, right. And it yeah, and it just never worked out for poor Darko. It was it wasn't going to work out anyway because you got Ben yeah. Wallace, Rasheed Wallace. You know you got these. They had a certain type of character. So you got you had to have some type of grit to be able to play with them. If, ben La- if Bill Lambeer did not have that grit, he was not playing with Mick Rick Mahorn and Isaiah Thomas and them guys. He wasn't going to play with them. He had to have some type of grimy grit in him to be able to to be able to play with those type of players. They had a they had a real strong, deadly character about themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to really man up to be a piston B. You know what I'm saying? Don't you yeah. agree? They, I they mean, yeah, dirty. back in them days. Back in I those mean, days, but yeah. Even the, even the second coming of the Pistons, man, they was a defensive yeah, I mean, she, team. Yeah, they was yeah, and they had, they had some dogs. But it okay. definitely won't like the eighties. Oh God, I don't even want to talk oh, about no, them. No, I want the eighties. No, they wasn't about. Yeah, the, I don't want to talk about them. Yeah, I don't want to talk about them. But, they used to get on my nerves. I used to hate them Pistons. Um, Isaiah Thomas um, was on the um, on the Q. Um, he was on a podcast. I forgot the name of it, but it's with the uh, Clippers um, um, home, Quentin Richardson, I think. And um, oh, oh, knuckleheads, knuckleheads, knuckleheads. Yeah, he was on there, and it was yeah. interesting. He was saying how poor they were and how, you know, um, he talked. I think he said his 
dad die in the stands or something like that? I got to find my information. He was dealing with that, and he said that he used to have to wear his sister's clothes. It's very interesting, but it's been a lot of those type of things going on. Fat Joe and Mike Tyson. What's up, Joe? <laughs> but yeah, eating a, eating a popsicle. It's, and they asking questions. Mike Tyson asked Fat Joe about Roy Jones coming to see him. <laughs> Do you heard you say something about Roy Jones? <laughs> but it's just you know they're being creative and trying to entertain you in some type of way. Um, undisputed and um, uh, you know those two two uh, channels and, and shows, they still grinding and trying to keep everything as a flow, you know. And ESPN, shout out to ESPN. ESPN gave us a lifeline today. They're gonna release the Last Dance documentary on April the nineteenth. I'm on the am... way for this documentary. Oh, my God, I am so glad they are releasing this two months early. We need it. There's nothing going on in sports. There won't be an NBA Finals in June. So it's just like this is perfect. Oh, my God, I cannot wait. This is going to be um, amazing. Yeah, it's going to be be interesting. (laughs) That that final year, I think that's going to be for it to be, uh, what, a 10-part series? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I I just can't. I'm just so looking forward to that. That's gonna be on. Uh, I'm sure you April are. April nineteenth. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, it's sure gonna be interesting are. though. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, because you know to see the behind the scenes and what's going on with that. And then I'm interested now with this. Um, ESPN is gonna do a, um this uh 2K uh tournament, a 16 team field um led by Kevin Durant. That's gonna be interesting. Where it's gonna be 16 players and they're gonna be going against each other in 2K. So that's gonna start. I think that's gonna be on Friday. So it's like, and like I said, at esports, I'm telling people that esports is that's another thing where it's gonna be the next phenom. And I remember people used to like clown them. And I remember what was it like two years ago? They were paying dudes like thirty six thousand dollars a year to play two K. And yeah. it's like people thought that mess was like, oh, losers play video games. That man making almost forty thousand dollars. He only working for six months. Man, who said that, man? It's people making oh, it's, it's, it's yeah. crazy. It's fucking it's people, man. That it's like athletes that invest money into like tournaments and everything. Like you know, people always talk. Oh my god! Like for instance, I may watch battle rap. This, this is an analogy. I watch battle rap, right? And I be telling like, you know, everybody's supposed to like you be hip hop heads and like rap regardless, right? And then. I be telling about, oh man, you know I don't listen. I don't listen to that. That's that's like WWE. So you don't like you don't like them because you think they supposed to actually shoot people. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying? they really actually supposed to kill people, not that they being creative with their words. That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's WWE. Always judging something because people find something to enjoy. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? I mean, that's life. Everybody's gonna hate. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like speaking on that, there was a certain battle that and Lou Williams, um, and the battle wasn't supposed to happen, but this is like the Super Bowl of battles, right? And this battle, but Lou Williams went to school with a, a battle rapper named John John the Don, and he decided to put the money up for the battle. So they both, you know what I'm saying? So I thought that was cool too. So like, 
yes, these these dudes get paid a lot of money to play video games. Yes, yeah. they do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They do. They, the Madden Challenge, they was paying them a million dollars to do that. Yeah, man. I was like, it's it's no joke. And I think they're going to, especially now in this time, in this day and age, it's, it's needed where, I mean, it's going to, I think they're going to take off even more. And I think this is one of the things where I think people, if if they, if people won't really hip to it, it's almost now it's like, it's going to, it's going to be in the forefront. So, um, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, so. PlayStation 4 because they didn't have, they don't have a fight night on it. Anyway, that's just my, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so Antonio Brown will not be a, a, a Tampa Bay Buccaneer for the immediate future. I put it this way. I still, you know. So um, they interviewed um, um, Bruce Arians the other day, basically, and they asked him about Antonio Brown. And, of course, he, he, he vehemently pretty much shut down the door. He said, no, he won't be on the team. And of course they asked him, "Hey, you know, you do got some room, okay? He just he just not gonna be a good fit in our locker room." So your thoughts of no AB in TV? First of all, man, that's so cold that you would bring that, put that on the what's the name, man? Just so I can get emotional. You're always doing stuff like that, man. Well, I mean, anyway. it's, a, it's a major sports story. <laughs> well, it is a major sports story. I, you know, it is what it is. Okay, I, you know, I don't, I don't like the tactics that. Antonio Brown is, but guess what? It's a lot of athletes. I don't like their tactics. Okay, I'm not when when you, when you win um, the national um, champ, championship. I'm not about to go around and, and hit security guards on the butt. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I don't. It's certain stuff that I wouldn't do. So I don't like the, some tactics. But both athletes do some weird stuff when they get motivated. You understand what I'm saying? I don't like some of the stuff he's doing. But guess what? Everybody he is really one of the best receivers that we've seen in this era. It is what it is. But until I watch some stuff, and, you know, when I watch some of the interviews and people ask this question, the people that I thought would be negative wasn't. And this this dude said something, and I ain't even going to say his name, but he said something so common. He said, yeah, it's all cool and dandy, but I played the game, and right now it's easy to say that. He said, but – and he said, this is the thing, too. There's a lot of people that I played with I didn't like, and they would act a certain way and blah, blah, blah. But guess what? When it came between those lines, we played the game, and we were great at doing it. And he said, and that's what you got to look at. He said, well, they did stuff they did off the field, and this, this, and that. I didn't like it, but I had to buy with it. I didn't have to invite that person to my house for dinner or any of that type of stuff. You understand what I'm saying? He said, so right now you can say that. But down the line, things can change because, you did go get Tom Brady, and we do know that Tom Brady said that he wanted him. You see what I'm saying? So you can say whatever you want to right now, but you never know what could happen in the future. But I don't know what's going to happen to AB. I just wish, bottom line is, when we had, me and you had a conversation. Like I told you, a lot of stuff that was going on was circus. We've seen this circus before. I swear, I don't know why people act like we haven't, but we've seen circus stuff happen. Ocho Cinco was the worst circus person ever. All they did was laugh at him too. You know what I mean? He was did the stupid. He didn't he didn't he uh, run with a horse or something like that? Um, that do sound familiar. Right, stupid stuff, right? But they laughed at him. But 
he has, char- you know, I don't even like doing this, but he all he's another one that got charges against him for doing something. You see what I'm saying? Antonio Brown don't. It's a lot of stuff that was can be fixed. He wasn't charged. He, he, it was accusation. And when the accusation stuff happened to him, when he got to the Patriots, and I believe this happens to most people, especially athletes, that is outspoken and do wild stuff, when that happened, he was supposed to be quiet. And that and was that's my hush yes. That was his hush moment. Everybody's done been through that. A lot of athletes, all in, in, in entertainment or whatever, that was his hush moment. You know what I mean? And just to see if they can control him. Not saying that they, but I just think that was in hush moment. You see what I'm saying? Because it's all circumstances, her word against his. You see what I'm saying? There's really no evidence. You know what I mean? There's not like a Monica Lewinsky where she got a dress or anything like that. You know what I mean? No so, proof. No proof. So it was a hut. It was, it was, he was supposed to, after that, he was supposed to be quiet. It was almost like they say, hey, you got to be disciplined, professional, and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Which and that's the biggest problem. Not, that's the biggest problem. And that then was he's a right. social media right. guy. And, and the thing of it is, also, he's also building, a, trying to, he's trying to build a brand. It just should have been some, it's got to be some real conversation to understand, okay, I see you doing that, but you have to understand you cannot damage this. You see what I'm saying? Which is the NFL. But they want to see if they can control him. I mean, we, like I said, we've all seen this. We've all seen this. Randy Moss makes a touchdown. He acts like he pulls his pants on and shakes his butt, and it was the end of the world. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe he would do that so disrespectful. I'm like, are you serious? He's a football player. You know some of the crazy stuff I've seen football players do? And the crazy thing about it, they be doing that to him. They actually literally moon him for real, for real. Yes. And that's what he did. He was mocking them because that's what they would do to him. On, the and they main, see him on the team bus, and they moon him. Like, but, but, right. But it's the thing. But the thing he's was, yeah. not supposed to be. He's not supposed to be able to do that. He can't do that. That's It's just. The rules, it's not the same rules don't go for everybody. It only go for certain people. And a lot of times it's the ones who got, you know what I mean, who are a certain certain way. Let's just say that. <laughs> and that's the thing where in, in, in that, that, at that particular time when all that was going on, he kept on flapping his mouth. And that's, what, that's what's getting him in trouble. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. You got to know. You got you to know. You got to know when to stop, when to chill. Yeah, you know, and I and like for me, I have that burning desire in me, and then I know, and I say it in front of what my dad sometimes because I was trying to teach my daughter that, and if be certain stuff that I want to speak upon, I think ain't right, but I'd be like, man, let me stay out the way, and then sometimes, a lot of times, stuff um, will fix itself. I was watching this show called For Life, and this this guy is a lawyer, and he's trying to get the district attorney. Um, that did some dirty stuff in this case, and they're talking to this judge, and questions are being asked, and blah, blah, blah. And then she said something to the dude, and she said, hold on, such and such, and she starts talking to the district attorney, and she started getting at him because he made some major mistakes. And she basically was telling him, hey, don't mess yourself up. I got this. Let me ask him some questions because this sounds fishy to me. You know what I mean? You got to know it sucks that we have to do that. It's, we can't speak up for ourselves. We can't do such and such. It sucks because you know you be wanting to go off. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's, but it's a it's a time and a place for it. And you that's be where 
yeah, and that's my thing is where I still don't think that at the end of the day that the Tampa Tampa A B thing this there could still be a part of but um in my that's what I'm in saying. my opinion yeah. where I think oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I still think that there's a possibility yeah, there, you know. Yeah, and that, and that's what I was that's and that's what I was getting ready to say. Well, I think it, it it's it could potentially happen. I wouldn't rule it completely out because we never know what's going on down the line, where something happens to like a Mike Evans or something happens to like a Chris Goodwin. Those down saw, the line, and yeah, mm-hmm. I saw something to say. Okay, what did this conversation really come from? It came from. Bruce Aarons going on TV or, or saying was interviewed or I don't know if it's tweeted or what, but that he said that Antonio Brown's a diva, right? And he said, okay, so Antonio Brown answered back. And that's you're not supposed to say anything, Antonio Brown. They're supposed to be able to say whatever they want to say to you and treat you like this and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And he said that, um, well, if I'm the diva, you're the one used to come – to practice this, this a certain way with, with your fun glasses on, and I don't think the gentleman liked it. I don't think he liked that. Because Antonio Brown, you ain't supposed to say nothing. They're supposed to say all they want to about you. You're never supposed to have stick up. But once you do erratic stuff, though, see, because Deion Sanders was sticking up for you. He was the front runner sticking up for you. But you start doing erratic stuff. You know when, when sexual assault and all that type of stuff is being brought up? This is what you're supposed to say. My lawyer's is about to take care of that. You got to be start thinking like a boss. They getting paid. My lawyer's is going to take care of that. But if you want to talk about, you know, football, you know, we can talk about football. That's when you got to turn it down. You got to stop being so wild. You know what I mean? And let your lawyers handle your business. You feel me? Yeah. But I do think, I do, like the dude said, he said, um, Tom Brady signed for two years. So he said, if it won't happen this year, it could happen next year. But you got to remember, you know, Tom Brady, he 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 wants, he wants, he wants AP. You know what I mean? But, yeah, and then I think the whole thing with Tom Brady having Ross control, which this is where I'm, that's why I still don't think, in the grand scheme of things, that this whole AB the Tampa Bay thing isn't going to be over because he has. That was one of the sticking points of him going to Tampa Bay where, hey, I want someone to control of the roster as well. So that's where I think where it could happen. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this whole Antonio Brown, him just being in the NFL, I mean, I still think there is a a shot. It is on its, it's on his last leg, and it just, it's just going to be really up to him. I mean, it's almost to a point where – if he does get the opportunity, at this point you just gotta hold on to it and don't do nothing crazy, right? Because yeah, I mean, I he's still I, got the he still got the opportunity. It's just one I of the think, things where I think it's just, I, it's a couple. I think it's a couple places where I can see him going, man, but the Tampa Bay is gonna be yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, just saying, just in general, in general, mm-hmm. where I think where there is there is a place for him. It's just it. Is he's just on his last leg, and he he he's gotta he 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 gotta just stay out of the way. He gotta do what he he can't be doing nothing stupid. He can't be writing these incomplete sentences talking about this woman. I took her that I met her at Bible study, and I did this to her, and I did that. 
don't. If somebody says some crap to you, just let your play on the field play. At the end of the day, somebody talks some trash to you, guess what? You ball out. Your stats, your stats that's going to live on forever. They can talk all that crap like people saying him and, oh, yeah, people can talk trash and say, oh, yeah, Julio Jones is better than you. Dude, all you got to do is do a simple Google search. My yards compared too. to hold, – hold on. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. Huh? You got to understand, too, man, when, when you great like he is, honestly – and you on track to beat some records that some of these dudes, uh, I mean, you may not believe it. Some other people may not believe it, but a lot of people be upset when a person that, like Antonio Brown, start really getting to the point that they start having questions about, man, he's going to beat this person's record. He's going to beat this person's record. You may not believe it, but go, go ask people like Hank Aaron and a lot of people who broke, like especially like in baseball, that was it was certain records that you never thought, would be beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, people take sports and stats and stuff like that real... They take that stuff to heart, man. You know what I mean? You be getting... getting it's a, you know, you, I don't know... Oh, if yeah, I mean, and rightfully so. Like, seriously, and they be thinking, oh... Like, I mean, I get what you the people... I mean, you can tell how, just how, like, 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 um, how some of the old players act towards, um... Just prime example, the Warriors. You know what I'm saying? That's how they, they kind of look down jealousy. on the Warriors. You know what I mean? Because of how – and all they did was play basketball. Man. That's all they did. They played basketball hard every night. They never, ever slacked. Man. They went hard. You know what I'm saying? They went hard. I mean, yeah. Yeah, because, like, Charles Barkley was the first one to say, hey, this team will never win. A jump shooting team will never win a championship. And right. lo and behold, you know, the person who don't win a championship – says that, and then they win, like, what, three championships? But like I was saying back with A.B., where he just got a ball, because at the end of the day, you know, these people can talk all that trash and say, oh, yeah, Julio Jones is better than you. All they got to do is do a simple Google search. All you got to compare those two, and we know who's better. So it's like none of that stuff, it doesn't, like, all that stuff doesn't even matter. Like, don't even entertain that stuff. Let me tell you something. The sad thing about it is he started with the Steelers, and I always feel like the Steelers is one of those teams where they kind of dump people when they, like, they kind of, like, especially, like, a lot of, no offense, a lot of the black athletes, when it's an issue with them, like, and I guess because they got a black coach, like, like nobody wanted Vic, right? We got Vic. Nobody wanted, what's my man um, that got that got rest, shot himself in the leg that played for the Giants, they used to play for the Steelers? Oh, uh, Plexico Burrs. He came back. Like, we was always getting somebody that nobody really wanted. They would be on the team. They'd be like, oh, he done got hurt. Don't nobody want to. The Steelers would always give them a chance. But, see, he, but I don't think he really burnt that bridge, to be honest with you. Like, Tomlin said something. He said, once you're still, always a Steelers, but we're not looking that way. But they saying that right now because the media, one thing Antonio Brown has done, which that's what he wanted, was – to have attention, but the issue is he's not getting positive attention. He's getting all negative. If he, if he can go out there and save 100 people, they're not going to promote it, but they they keep it small. Nobody's going to have the conversation or debate it or blah, blah, blah. But every time he do something negative, they have something to talk about it. You know what I mean? You feel me? Like, yeah. even though Aaron, Bruce Aaron said that they don't want Antonio Brown, 
they dragged it and started bringing up all his old stuff. That's that dude's opinion. You know what I mean? And they had to constantly keep asking him questions. And so he could say, well, I just don't think he's good in the locker room and blah, blah, blah. Well, he could have just easily said, no, we don't, we, we're not looking for that right now. We got this, well, this, this, and that's it. That's all he had and, to say. And, yeah, but at the end of the day, he got prodded into that because the right. question was about A.B. So they said we don't have enough room. So then Brandon Tenney was like, well, okay, you got enough room. So he got poked and proud, and, and he should have just ended like that. Just absolutely no, regardless. Because what it is, see, that's what happened. When you make, when say, you do that type of stuff, you pitch yourself in a corner. Because if you want to say, okay, hold, oh. So if you're going to say, okay, I don't have enough room, then somebody's going to prove to yourself, hey, you got enough room. So why would you say that? So that's why it kept on going to that level because, right. and that's Bruce Arians' fault because at the end of the day, he should just shut it down. I don't, I don't want him on this team at all, point blank, period. So instead of asking, you know, because he's, he's asking excuses. But that's the thing because, because in other words, you're lying because at the end of the day, you're going to sit there and say, hey, uh, we don't have enough room. And then, like, he put him on for front street. It was like, okay, well, you do have enough room to sign another wide receiver. And then he's like, so, yeah, so it's just like, point example. Like, say, for instance, hey, you asked me for some money. Oh, I ain't got no money. But then you see I got like a, like, you know, let me, let me borrow $5. And then you, I pull up a $5 in my pocket. You're going to be like, you're lying. You're lying. Right. You're lying. That's where. That's where the problem boils down to. Where that's where it falls down, down to. Yeah, the that's problem it, is, it, it is Antonio Brown. It is on him. But me, what I think Bruce should have said was, actually, right now we're focusing on this. If the opportunity comes for Antonio Brown or this, this, and that, we'll look forward into it. But we're not focusing on Antonio Brown right now. That should have been the answer. That should have been the answer. B. It shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been none here. Diva, it shouldn't even got to that point. It shouldn't even got to that point. But that is what the media wanted to hear. That's what they wanted to hear. Like it's, I'm that's telling it. you, that's why he talked to May. That's why he talked to Mayweather because Mayweather get picked the same way. They gotta have a conversation about he got locked up. They have to have conversation about he supposedly put his hands on some some on his baby mom. But they don't even know the story. Like they don't know the whole story. They don't know if she hit him and he just was holding. They don't know any of that. But that's what this, they want to talk about the negative stuff. None of the positive stuff. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to say, man, tell me about Antonio Brown when he caught that catch in the fourth quarter to save the Pittsburgh Steelers um, season where he scored on the one-yard line and he just, you know what I mean? Did you call that play or did you draw that up? You know what I mean? No, they don't want – they all want to – no matter how great he is, they always want to keep putting that narrative out there that he's a diva and this, this, and that. And I hate to tell people – most athletes are divas. <laughs> you know, yeah. they really are. All most celebrities are divas. It is what yeah. it is. Because you want to yeah. be comfortable. You want to be comfortable to do what you're supposed to do. So you're gonna act diva like. That shit is crazy to me. But I hope well, he yeah. do well, man. I, I I follow him on Instagram. I love seeing his family, especially his youngest son Apollo. That's that. Yeah, I could be like stressed, and I say, "Oh man, it's Apollo." Apollo, that's <laughs> he's cracking me up. He talks yes. like stupid, like you know. But yeah, so I let's hope. let's get yeah. 
Yeah, so let's 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 talk about the NBA. Um, so the NBA is, even though it's not official, they just been in some talks. You know, this whole thing with the uh, coronavirus situation, and now there's a lot of people that's been saying, hey, you know, people just throwing out some ideas of, you know, once everything, you know, kind of passes, and they were talking about how they were thinking about um, having the NBA, pretty much the teams, conversion in like places like Las Vegas. I even heard Bahamas and like Hawaii to throw some examples and um, to basically they will use those those cities basically to finish out the the uh, regular season and, and and the playoffs as well. And it still looks like even when they do these things, they still they're still not going to include fans. So the NBA, the NBA in Las Vegas, or just you know the NBA continuing. It's your thoughts on that. I mean, I told you. I said, remember we had a conversation. He was like, man, but I want the fans. I want the fans there too. But I told you that. I said, man, this weekend, every a lot of things move from um, uh, um, produced a certain way. And a lot of it, when it comes to TV and how they shoot things, it starts with professional wrestling. I could just tell because I watch both and I can see how they move. And, like, this weekend that's coming up, is going to be WrestleMania. No fans. They're going to shoot it Saturday and Sunday. No fans. If it goes well, they're going to push forward with no fans. I knew that. I don't have – I mean, it has to happen, man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, it, it doesn't have to happen, but if it seems like they can do it, they can figure out a way to do be safely. I don't think we should complain because we miss sports. You know what I'm saying? Um, it is going to be different. Yeah. And I, yeah. But let me tell you, man, I'm going to tell everybody something, man. Let me tell everybody something. It's going to be raw. It ain't going to be a circus. It's going to be raw. Why would you say it's going to be raw? Like, it's going to be raw because some of the best games you've ever seen, some of the best fights you've ever seen has been in the gym and there's only like five people in there. Some of the best basketball games you've probably ever seen is probably like seven people in the whole building. You know what I'm saying? And they just going at it. It's gonna be. It's gonna just. It's just gonna be real raw and gritty. That's how I think. You know what I mean? And it, it may. Yeah. It may, it's gonna be different. Yeah, it ain't gonna be no fans or anything like that. But it's gonna be. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be okay. I'm telling you, some of the best basketball I've ever seen. I'm telling you, when is when some of the practices. You know what I'm saying? That I saw people just going at it. Think about it, man. If you, you got a chance to see the original dream team battle each other, no fans, no nothing, and you just sit there watching Magic, Bird, and all these dudes just go at each other, that don't excite you? I mean, yeah, but I'm looking at it more so from the safe, safety aspect because I look at it like this, and it, does, it, it would make sense, but the type of, like, they they have to get this right because yeah, they were you. literally yeah, yeah yeah hold on yeah let me let me let me get this out mm-hmm. but the thing is the NBA's got to get it right they can't because they were minutes away from basically contaminating almost thirty some people because they was on the verge of letting Donovan Mitchell play mm-hmm. they got to get this right. And the thing about it, I think one thing where, like, Steph, I think Stephon Marbury said it best, because I think they get ready to start up um, back in the, in, in the China League, China Basketball League. Mm-hmm. 
and it's it's just gonna be so it's gonna be they gotta go through rigorous testing like, and I think with the Chinese basketball league they're gonna um they gotta they're gonna have to be tested like daily, like every every single day they're gonna have to get tested, everybody from the staff, the players, even the players' families, like it's gonna be that serious. The NBA just cannot miss this mark. They got I lucky. They, I, I, I they think got they got lucky. lucky. But I think they, they jumped on that. They're gonna be okay. If it happens, I think they're gonna have everything in order to do that. But I heard um Marcellus say from uh he said this is a money thing. He you know what I mean? He was like from a player aspect, you know, they the ones that's basically gonna be out there and sacrificing themselves. And he said, What about the GMs and owners? Like they're not gonna be doing anything, you know what I'm saying? But the players yeah. gotta go out there and sacrifice themselves. You know, and, I was just saying in general, as watching it, I don't think it's going to be like some people are going to complain because everybody's so spoiled and have this entitlement. I'm just saying, promoting it would be actually be some of the rawest basketball you've ever seen. But yeah. from a workers from a workers perspective, I don't know. It's just I just feel like okay, if that's the case, but. I don't know, from a working perspective, I just feel like we always tend to get thrown into the mix and, you know, everybody else, you know, they they just sit there. You know what I mean? They're yeah. not really sacrificing anything. They're making the decisions from the sidelines and expecting you to do the work. Right. That's the thing where I'm – that's why I'm apprehensive to it because the NBA, they got lucky. They got lucky the first time. I don't know if they gonna if they do this and they gotta do it right because if they don't do it right, it could be just as worse as as, as it could have been that night when they actually you know, which they literally that dude from the from Utah Jazz didn't run fast enough. They would have been playing that basketball game. They would have right. played a few. He would have played in that game, and it's just one of those things where it's just like. The NBA, they gotta. What they gotta do is they gotta follow what the China China Basketball League is doing. They gotta just make sure, see how that go within like a month or so, and then you make that decision. Then you find out what's really going on, you know, as far as with this um, situation. Vegas would be a perfect place for it because basic Vegas is secluded, mm-hmm. you know. So, and it's, you know, and they they do have the right to test. I mean, I think that wouldn't be the problem because they're like a private entity, so they'll have the the amount of tests available for these players. So, and then the way I've been hearing, it's not like all thirty two teams are going to come. So it's going to be a situation where you're going to have ten teams at a time, and then I guess ten teams are going to come. And that's one thing where I'm just like. How this gonna really work? And I know they just you know you know, and it's not nothing official. Even something that even um um what's his face um Adam Silver. He's not even like cosign. This is more so of Brian and Windhorse and like Trey um Trey um and Travis um the dude from Fox Sports mm-hmm. talking. So it's just it ain't like it's it's not like official or just it's just more so of just these two guys talking about it. And then the idea has been circling around as far as the NBA circles. But I'm just interested in how that's going to play out. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't, 
I I do think they're going to end up playing with no fans, but I also don't think that um uh I think they will play with no fans, but I think it's just going to be a minute, you know. And I think also, yeah. you know, the NFL is uh um when it comes to them two channels, they're like you know dealing with the draft and all that type of stuff. They're getting a lot of publicity right now, and I just think the NBA might want to throw something out there so they can get a little. You know what I mean? So they can get a little bit of that talking time, get some trending going on. You know what I mean? But I just think, uh, you know, just be patient and stay focused, man. You know what I'm saying? Just keep doing what y'all doing. And, you know, at least they throwing around ideas. You know what I mean? But yeah. man, the main thing the main thing is this, though. You want to make sure your product is healthy. If your product ain't healthy, and then, you know, me and you was having conversations as people, you know, and, you know, throwing out there how the ratings was bad and, you know what I mean, just got to be negative. But just, you know, you got to make sure your product is healthy before you really put everybody out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The the, the NBA, yeah. The NBA, they got to get it right because I'm telling you, they were about to blow. They were getting ready to – They man, they were they, – I'm telling you, that's just crazy to think. Of how it, how it could have actually could have eventually could have played out if it wasn't for Rudy Gobert testing positive, like because they even they even canceled the game where the guy was a referee like so they canceled the Pelicans in the in the Kings game because that referee was a referee for the Jazz like forty eight hours ago forty eight hours prior to it they canceled the game like basically was like look we not playing. But yeah, right. that's one thing where it's just like they gotta, and that's one thing. And two, where it's like, and they, and they did say like, you know, the guys will be quarantined for like, you know, a certain period of time, and then once everybody get cleared, then then it's to go. And I think even now, I think even with the China, the, their, their league, I think their start is is, uh, is delayed as well. So I know they were thinking about you know, starting it back up. And then it's almost like it's going to be a race against time where, you know, do you want, like, is it a certain point where can this prolong? Because you think about it, because I'm still thinking if they were to do it, they need to, it needed to be theoretically done by September. So at least mm-hmm. these guys would be ready to play again over Christmas. Because I, don't, I, don't, I think they really would want to start the season next year for, um, in Christmas. And I don't think any, you know, so it's one of the things like, are we going to be able to do this? Within a like two month period, and wrap it and, and wrap it up. Right. Yeah. I, me personally, I think that um, if they do start the league, I would start it like um, like early December, maybe through the preseason in November, maybe early December. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they should. I think I think their marquee game should be on Christmas. I always think they yeah. should do that because at the end of the day, they don't really want to. Because you think about it, I mean, I do like the NBA. But do I really pay attention to it in October and November? And it's just it's just there. I mean, I can watch it, but it, it probably watch me because I probably be sleep. You know that time of year. It's like, That's but Christmas kind of ramps it so up. Oh, disrespectful! I mean, it's the truth though. Because so I mean, because do you really like care about a basketball game in October and November when you got football around? Like. Even like when the Redskins were struggling this year, I don't think I care. I don't care. I don't care about the Bulls until like the end of December. I'm because it's the Bulls, man. 
I mean, regardless, even if the Bulls, even if the Bulls were, if y'all were a top Bulls. five team, you're watching them be. You're you're watching them. Yes, I, you I mean, are. I would. I, I wouldn't pay attention to them like I would the Redskins, though. I mean, I watch. It's a different. Yeah, Redskins. I got you. I watch every Laker game. To me. Yeah, football I watch is every, king. Yeah. I watched every Laker game, and then I, I signed up for Laker groups, which I really shouldn't have done, just so I could see the games, you know, on my phone for free. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, oh, my God. <laughs> That's a bad idea, but I, got to see, I watched every game. You know what I mean? But, yeah. But it's just, know. yeah. Got to make and sure I they help you, though. Yeah, because you definitely don't, you don't want to miss that mark again. Mm-mm. Because you handle it beautifully, even though people, even though people say they handle it bad, but at the end of the day, they they handle it in the best way they could, knowing the circumstance. So, and, and a lot of people say they were selfish because why would they even consider going on a court when you were testing a guy for it? So, and I get that, but at the same token. They got it in time, and you know some things. You just, they just it worked out perfectly for them. And the NBA has got to, you know, it, they could be the first sport to return, you know, after after everything is after everything you know passes through. So the NBA's got to, they got to, they got a big shoulders to fill. They got to, you know, they got to get it right. Right. So, going staying in the NBA. So your your top five NBA players under twenty five and under. <laughs> you want me to start? You want me to go first? <laughs> um, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Oh man, okay. Luca is not on his list. Really? Yes, Luca is not on his list. Cause, uh, anyway, I got Greek Freak number one. You want me to start? From, yeah, I got. I got a couple of um, yeah. joints on the side, but I got Greek Freak at number one. You know, six foot eleven, two hundred forty, forty-two pounds, twenty twenty-nine points a, a game, fifty-four field goal percentage, thirteen rebounds, and six. This is these, these are their career averages. Um, I got Tatum at number two, six foot eight, twenty um, twenty-three points, average twenty-three points a game, almost twenty-four. 44 percentage from field goals, seven rebounds a game, um, two assists, which shocked me, but we understand what type of player he's becoming. You know what I mean? Number three, I got Devin Booker, 6 for 5, 26 um, points a game, 48 percentage, um, four rebounds, and seven assists a game. Number four, I got Ben Simmons. Um I, the reason I put Ben Simmons there, I wasn't going to put him on there, but I still think there's some promise, especially with his height. And after seeing the small ball that Houston doing, I was like, wow, I wonder how it would be. Now I understand with Embiid, when he'd be on the three-point line, that opens up for Ben Simmons. I wish he would drive more. You know what I mean? Because he probably can easily, if he was to do that, I believe he can make like 25 points a game. But anyway, he's, um, he makes seven. He's averaged um, 17 points a game, 15 59% field goal percentage, seven rebounds and eight assists. And my number five is uh, Brandon Ingram. Hmm. 24 points a game, 46 per, um, percent field goal, six rebounds and three assists. Hmm. Um, 
Uh, it was a toss-up, man. Like, I wanted to make it interesting, but it was a toss-up. Number six, I got Trey Young. Number seven, I put Donovan Mitchell. Uh, number eight, I put Carl Anthony. And number nine, and number ten, I put the rookies, Zion and, and um, Monette. How you plus his name? Is it Monette? Oh, uh, oh John Morant. John Morant. Morant, yeah. Morant, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't really want to add them to his, to this, but I went on ahead and, and put him at nine and ten because this is their first season. I think Carl Anthony Talented is better. He probably should be top five. I think Donovan Mitchell is better. They probably should be both in top five, but I just feel like this year they're not doing it. Even though Utah is at a good place, I still don't feel like – I don't believe in it. You know what I mean? And I just wanted to get some shine to uh, Brandon Ingram stepping up this year. And then I really wanted to put Bradley Beal, but he's 26. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But I wanted to give Devin Booker some, some, some shine. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, no, I didn't put Luca on it. I just think that they're trying to um, shove Luca down our throats. Yeah, so, um, match, which I ain't know for some odd reason, I, I kept on thinking that the Greek Freak was not 25, but then I looked, I was like, oh, my God, he is 25. He just turned 25 in December. That's right. frightening. I thought about that, and I was like, oh, God, that's frightening. Like, he's that good at this point. So I did tweet out mine, so I'm going to do a little modification on mine. Um, so number one would be Greek Freak. Um, number two is Luca. Uh, number three is Jason Tatum. Four is going to be Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Um, my fifth is going to be um, Donovan Mitchell. At honorable mention, uh, D'Angelo Russell, Devin Booker, and Trey Young. Yeah, so I didn't put um, Russell on here. I should have, but I didn't. I know what I mean. But yeah. Yeah. And um, definitely um, shout out to everybody in as far as following us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on the Couch Coach Live. We had a couple of people chime in on um, their top five. That's a huge shout out. Um, this is on our tweet. Follow um, our guy Samuel Pasteri. That's uh, at S underscore P U S. A T E R I in the number three. So we had Luca, Tatum, Mitchell, Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, and Booker, which I think we all kind of was like, we forgot about the Greek freak. Mm-hmm. And then also um, a friend of the podcast, our guy Chris LeBron from the Off the Ball podcast, he chimed in on his. He had uh, Luca, Zion, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell. Jason Tatum and Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> That's interesting. That's uh, yeah, because Zion, I I wanted to put Zion, even though he had a short. Um, he's had a he's had a great you know good what like nineteen twenty games he's had. I do you know. But I kind of wanted to kind of get a guys a little bit more of a shine that's um that's been in the league a little bit longer. Me too. But um, right. yeah, so Zion yeah. And I and I part of wanted yeah, but Luca's been around for he's been for two. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to be like I wanted to put Trey in it, but then some part of me is like, but there's other guys that's more deserving of it. Like you know, if he was under the twenty two or what have you. And then oh, we had other um chiming in on our Instagram. Shout out to our guy. Um, let's see, what we got here. So our guy, I um, follow him at the t h e underscore East Coast. Uh, he had uh, Zion, Booker, uh, Simmons, Luca, and the Greek Freak. 
And then also, last but not least, and last and sometimes kind of least, our boy L.A. of Calcio's Lab alum. He had uh, Ben Simmons, Zion, Giannis, Devin Booker, and Jason Tatum. Say that one yeah. last one again. It was uh, so it was uh, Ben Simmons, Zion, Giannis, Devin Booker, and Jason Tatum. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he's just one thing. Nah, I think he put Ben. Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if he's if it's supposed to be number one or number five, but okay. But yeah, Ben. That's interesting. That's interesting. Ben Simmons is interesting. I like Ben Simmons, and part of me is like I wanted to put him on this list. But it's just one of the things where it's just it's too. It's like I I like, I do like Ben Simmons. I am a I am a fan of Ben Simmons. But I want I wanted to put him in the honorable mention. But it was so many good because like I almost took I almost didn't have Trey on the list. And I'm like Trey, even though Atlanta sucks, but he's right. keeping them alive. Right. Like. But yeah, man. Think, you know. Mm-hmm. I I I think Luca is 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 good. I think they just trying to force feed us, and I'm not. I'm, I think Luca is good. He's a walking triple double. I've noticed that, and I watched him play three or four times this year. And he, he got, you know, he to me he is figuring out a way to be upgrade from Nowinski. You know, what I mean, he got a jumper. Um, he can pass out. You know, I'm I'm not knocking. I ain't saying he ain't got game. I just think they force feed us to make us like him so much. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, he's doing well. Then all of a sudden. Just he just because they're doing that, he's playing extra hard. Then he start getting hurt. Cause look at where Dallas is at. You know what I mean? Like then Porzingis. Then you notice he plays better when Porzingis is on the floor and when Porzingis is there. You know what I mean? But then when the games got tight down the line, Luca disappears. You know what I'm saying? Like you be like, hold on, where Luca at? You know what I mean? He missed the shot. Missed this man. I was like, so I just I didn't want to put him on there. Probably the next one. Next year, I probably would. <laughs> yeah, because Luca's been balling. I think Luca's almost. And what's crazy about it is, I mean, he's I mean, he's putting up godly numbers too. He's only like twenty one years old, which is like kind of like it's freaky. Like it's weird how you know he's balling like that at such a good level. And I think even I mean, they're still a good shot. I mean, they're still a playoff team, which I think is good considering the fact that at once upon a time we were like, well. You know, Dallas was gonna probably be like the tenth worst team in the West, and like I think they will be seventh. Aren't they like seventh? Seventh, I think they're seventh. Yeah, I think they seventh. Seventh? So. Yeah, they're seventh. Yeah. Well, you know, before yeah, before so yeah, Luca Luca's been balling. I mean, and for him to be twenty one, and it's just you know, I, I I like what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna front. I like what he's yeah, doing. Luca balling, man. I just think that um, I think they put more on him than he really is. I ain't saying he ain't balling, but I think they put a lot more in him, and he got to meet those expectations, and then that's why he getting he's getting hurt a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, don't I think mean, his body. I don't think his body has got to that point where he could take a lot of physical. I'm telling you, I watched a lot of the games, B, and once they start getting physical with him. It changes. You know what I'm saying? He changed. You know what I mean? And it's like he, but you like you said, he's 21, but he's gonna have to work on probably getting some, um, getting get his body a little more um, durable and more more stronger to take to take the uh, physicality of the game. 
Yeah, and that will come with time. And, I mean, if a guy who's averaged almost 30 points a game, and he really has – I mean, he's got big shoes to fill. I mean, you think about he's replacing essentially the greatest player in Dallas Mavericks history. And I mean, hey, the sky's the limit for him. But um, and of course they're gonna you know, they're gonna force feed him because that's like I say, it goes back to that international flair where, and this is where you're gonna see guys, the Joe Dumas of the world, like you know, going back to what we said in the beginning, where somebody's gonna try to find the next Slovenian or the next foreign product to become the next Luka Donka, um, Luka Donic. That's what's gonna happen. I'm telling you, that's gonna be the that's, and that's the thing about it where you're gonna be that's gonna you're gonna see teams that are gonna like take these little you know these risks and be like. Well, you know, oh yeah, you know, I can get like a, I can have a guy who, who won a national championship in Carmelo Anthony, but I'd rather get a guy who has an upside, even though he's 18 years old, he doesn't speak the language, but he has a skill set like similar, like when we talked about, about Darko, Darko, he was supposed to be the next, he wants to be the next Dirk Nowitzki, but he was one of those guys. Well, you know, he has the potential to become the next. That's, that's the thing about with GMs and, and especially with NBA, the word potential is just it's it's like the the going phrase. It's like, yeah, this has the potential, but do they live up to it? Not at all. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 You're right. You're right. You're right. And yeah, that's gonna be Luke. Luke is gonna be the next guy. I think Luke is a player I don't like. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Like, you know. This is a player I kind of don't like. I guess. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. But um, yeah. But yeah. And Jason Tatum really has rose up to the occasion, and he's a guy who is just crazy. Like, oh, like. I hope he leave Boston. I hope he leave Boston. I, sure. I, just, I, I guess, and I think the only reason I say that is because I think that there's a place where I don't know. I just hope he leave Boston. Yeah, actually, yeah, but I I think I would want to have a more loyal um, GM. I think because I think you know Danny Ainge get rid of you, bro. <laughs> I mean, but rightfully so though. Like the whole thing with Isaiah Thomas, which that's what happens when you are in that position. You have to make those type of moves, and it's it's. Sucks. I'm not knocking him. Though. I'm not knocking. Yeah, him. I'm, I'm not, not knocking him either. Yeah, I'm not knocking him because I, I got we tell this, I told you story all the time when I read that interview. He's being a real GM and he's trying to go, you know, make put the best. I'm not knocking him, but I just know that, like for instance, um, what's his name, Horford? Al Horford. Um, yeah. I don't think Boston. Should, I think they should have signed Horford. You know what I'm saying? But they didn't, and he he's not the same in in in, in Philly to me. Like he, well, I think Boston's the system with Boston was perfect for him. You know what I mean? So that's my thing is when I got a team, right, that seemed like they just need one more piece because they was almost there. They ain't hardly – they had a young Tatum and, and, and Brown and Smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's one thing I think, too, and I honestly think Dan Age was kind of a genius in it because he might have got the guy – he might have got rid, rid of him at the right time. Right, right. Right. That's where, and, and that's one thing too. Where, and I'm finally glad that his picks are coming, kind of coming to fruition. Because I used to be like, he's like just hoarding these picks, and it be used to be like guys who used to be in the D League, well, the G League now. But um, and he finally, he's finally got it right. At least like two of them, for you know, for for certain. And that Jason Tatum, I'm yeah. 
yeah, they're still there. And then um, who else? We also talked on that list. Um, yeah, we talked about and yeah, Giannis. And I, it's crazy. And I just, I don't know why I thought he was older because I guess because he's been in the league since like 2014. It's like his seventh year in the league, and that's what's scary. That's what's scary about it all. I wanted like, to put. You know, um, like, I wanted to put Van Fleek on there, and he uh, is 26. <laughs> I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. But it's a lot like it's just yes. Yeah, and that's one thing, the league is in such a good place. I and mean, I did want to do it I did want to add John Morant, but a part of me was like, all right, it's his first year and I I kinda wanted to give some of the guys a little bit more benefit of the doubt. And Brandon Ingram was another one where I was like, Yeah, he's um he's starting to finally come into wish and that's one thing too where these guys just come in the league so young and we just expect so much out of them and then and then you know Brandon Ingram is a is a perfect example of a guy that has has to grow. He has to you know mature into his own. You know we can't expect a guy just coming out of the league eighteen nineteen years old, fresh out the box, and expect him to be like this uh, transcendent superstar. Right. And it just gives and it gets just gives hopes to other guys who who are coming up. Where you know hey, because I mean they were talking about Brandon Ingram like he was gonna be a bust. And now he's an all-star. Like, right. I mean, they literally was like, yeah, Brandon Ingram is like, like Magic Johnson did the worst thing ever. Like, he drafted Brandon Ingram. That was the worst, that was the worst draft pick. Oh, the worst thing he ever like, did was, was drafting Lonzo. Lonzo Ball. And he could have got yeah. Jason Tatum. Right. Well, really, really, who really messed, really, really messed up was Philly. Because they ended up <laughs> messing around getting Markel folks. And right. I'm hoping he, even though he's showing signs in Orlando, I will give him that. I'm not gonna write him off and be like, because like he's a worth Yeah, I believe he played for Boston. He would probably. I think that that Boston, that Boston's coach, like if Ben, this is the thing, Ben Simmons or Fultz, if they played for the Boston's coach, I think they would have success because for some reason his system works around guards do well there. You, you notice that? Yeah. And that's why I want. That's why part of me wanted Lonzo Ball to go there. I wanted. I really was like. I was like they really. And I kept on saying. I remember this. This is when Isaiah Thomas got hurt. And I was like, man, what they really need to do is get rid of Isaiah Thomas. You draft Lonzo Ball because at that time, I think they had the third pick in the draft. And I was like, don't you know? And I was like the Lakers. I was like. That's supposed to be that's some Hollywood stuff where it's like, yeah, you want a kid from UCLA to go to the Lakers, yeah, that's fine and dandy, but he just won't be a good fit. He don't I have finishers. He didn't have yeah. No, go ahead. I hear you. I hear you. I wanted yeah, that's one thing. Yeah. Frank Mason to get there. I wanted Frank Mason to go to the Boston also, be because I just felt yeah. like for some reason his system worked, but he played for the Bucks and we was following him. And I think the last time I seen the Bucks, um, they played. Denver, I think. They played Denver and Utah. It was Denver. And I don't know what happened to to, to the Bucks, but he I think the Greek Freak got hurt or something. And they sat the whole team down. They hey, they only played the second unit and the third unit. And Frank got so much playing time. His G League team was was like a favorite in the playoffs. So me and my dad was really excited because it seemed like him and the coach was really bonding. You know what I mean? But I don't know. It's just, you know. Yeah, 
the best thing for him was getting out of Sacramento. I was like, I was so glad when he left Sacramento because like Sacramento's a graveyard. Like it really is. Like NBA, well, that's where NBA careers go to die. He <laughs> win. That's why I feel bad for Marvin Bagley. I feel bad for those guys. Like because it's like everything is it's a revolving circus. Like. Like they never can keep a coach, and I don't. I mean, Luke Luke might stay there next year. I mean, it could be, but it's like they never have no type of like, they never have nothing like it's no consistency, and then you wonder why these kids get set up for failure. It's like, like I, I can see why. Like, like when Chris Webber got to Sacramento, he cried because he was like he didn't think he was was gonna be the way it was gonna be. So you know, it's just. It's just you just you you it's like you die. Like not like like not in the physical sense, but more so of the NBA sense. And that's why I kept on like I kept on kept on like saying like they got Boogie gotta go. Like Boogie wasted his best years in Sacramento. And lo and behold, boy was I right. Cause now he everything everything happens. All, now he's he can't stay he stay hurt. Like he tore his Achilles twice, tore his ACL. Like none of this stuff happened when he's in Sacramento. He was like clean bill of health. Mm-hmm. He was like the AC Green of the, of the Sacramento Kings. Like he worked, he played all these games straight, and then he go, you know, he go to New Orleans. Stuff happened in New Orleans. Go to Golden mm-hmm. State, and then with the Lakers, he gets hurt. I'm like, dude, like, God, just imagine if he, if 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 if, if his career would have started somewhere else. I think the Lakers helped him by waving him and saying, "Man, be getting back right." Probably got yeah. the best people around him. You know what I mean? Because I think mm-hmm. he rushed. He might have rushed too hard to play for uh, the um, Warriors. Warriors, man. He balled yeah, them. Cause... He one person that balled for them. He was balling for them, man. Yeah, cause it was like Game Three, or I forgot what game it was in the NBA Finals, and he went off. I'm like, mm, that's the boogie. That's the boogie that should have. That should have been in a in a better situation from the jump. Right. But yeah, man. First thing I found about Frank, I was like, good, he's out of Sacramento. Yeah, and I was looking for him, and then I seen he did a, a two way uh, contract with the G League called the Herd. And yeah. The herd and um and was sacked, and I kept saying he ain't getting no minutes, he ain't getting no minutes, and then we were lucky enough to see the last Bucks game against uh, and they could have won that game too. They could have won that game, you know what I mean? But it was like one or two players that was um, like ball hogging a little bit. That's why that's why they on the bench, you know what I mean? Getting their Mo Williams on, you know? <laughs> yeah, man, and he got a good coach. At least he got a coach that's gonna be there, got stability and um, boot holes, so everything's gonna gonna work out for Frank more so than in damn Sacramento. I think he just never gave up because it seemed like yeah. I, he, he didn't. It seemed like to me. He got the summer league. He's doing he every year when he's summer league, he does well. Now he's in the, doing being able to keep playing, staying in shape. D league, and I'm gonna tell you something else. He then got bulky. He then got bigger chest wise and arms wise. You know what I'm saying? And my dad, we were laughing because a lot of dudes that start for other teams and they know they can't outdo Frank Mason. They know it. You know what I mean? My dad said, "Oh, he know who Frank is. He used to kill Frank. Frank used to kill him in college." And there's a lot of guys, man, who was big in college. Yeah, man, it's weird. It's so weird, yeah. But they don't, they don't be motivated. Like they're not really trying to work because they did so well in college. You can tell, okay, they get in there. They, 
they just getting paid now. They're not saying, oh, I'm going to put you to G League. They just then they, sit, they end up overseas or something like that. They're not just accepting, okay, well, I'm going to do the G League. And, you know, they, you know what I'm saying? They're not just kind of – they're just giving up. You can tell. Like, they're just going with the flow. Like, no, nah, man, accept what's being thrown in you, and, and, and you keep working hard, man. You may get called up. Yeah, man. Yeah, and that's weird. Like, I always come on saying, like, if Frank was around, like, 20 years ago, like, he, it would be a whole different entire story. A guy who played four years and was a national player of the year. Like, that's crazy. Like, when you think about it, if it was, like, 1996, 97, dude, it, he, you know, he would have got more love than, than he would have got, than he would have received. But, yeah, man. So, um, only for for this, we'll put a bonus week show. So the only athlete that got this, you know, as far as his helping within the community, there's a couple other examples, but I think it was one that really stood stood out more than all of them. Shout to to Stephon Marbury, the king of Coney Island, um, who's going to be, um, yeah, what's up? Good, I'm sorry, that's where the yeah yeah. So um, he he's going to be donating uh, 10 million masks to um, NYC, basically for um, healthcare workers, pretty much essential personnel, essentially. Um, so you're going to be um, 10 million masks. So basically they're going to come in like 2 million. They're going to come like every week in increments of 2 million. So for the next five weeks, the city will get at least 2 million um, masks. So definitely a huge shout-out to um, right. the king of Coney Island. Have you heard about that, man? This lady... Um, when, um, her cousin went on the Breakfast Club, called the Breakfast Club and told about her story. So then they interviewed yes. the lady over the airs, and she was talking about what's going on with the health care and people not protecting the health care workers like they're supposed to, especially if they've already had some type of illness. But long story yeah. short, she said that they're using the same mask over right. and over again. That's like we because were, they done ran out. Right. Like we That's was saying right. about yesterday, like I was telling you yesterday, to be honest with you, and I know this is going to sound a little crazy, but it, it's, it's literally like, and, and I didn't even get this. I know I talked about it as if, as if it was, like, like it was like an original thought, but somebody explained it to me. It's almost like, would you wear another condom after, after, the, after the first time? And you're like, yes. no, you wouldn't. So this is what this is what they're going bullshit. to. And it's just like, and I, I heard the interview, and I heard the interview, and like it was crazy because like she and like she said like basically they knew of her condition, and why would they send her to that floor? And then remember how she was saying her coworker, they sent, yeah. and I think that woman was like over sixty years old, and they sent her to that same floor too. And it's just like that's crazy. You know, I'm wearing another condom. Amazing, like she said, and she made a choice. She was like, because I don't have, you know, her. Yeah, I mean, basically, because and 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 it's crazy how somebody explained that to me, and I'm like, no, like that would be the last thing I would even think of to would do that. Like that's just that's mm-hmm. disgusting. And and she said, well, that's well, that's what it's like. The, you know, well, they wear that same mask. The problem is too, man, is that there's people, and that's really I think what's going on too. There's people that is actually in charge of stuff that should not be in charge. We had this story, I think, me and you, we spoke about it. I told you about was the 03 hurricane. 
I think I was telling you that, and I had a boss, and I was like, man, we got an ice machine. Why don't we just bag up the ice and, and, and um, sell, you know, food line bags and sell, sell it for, like, you know what I'm saying, well, whatever. Yeah. He was like, well, who's mm-hmm. going to do that? I'm like, are you not seeing what the, what, what the hell is going on? Like, people need right. ice. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it's summertime. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, like, like it's the summertime, right. and we just had a hurricane, and we the only food line open. People need ice. Nice. So, cool. Every customer that I was cool with, I said, go get you some some, some stuff, I'll put you in some ice. Because as long as the ice at the bottom was empty, it kept refilling. It'll keep going and keep going and keep going. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying right. is, is they keep putting these people right. that's in charge that really shouldn't be in charge. They can't handle being in charge. They're not managers. Oh, They're yeah. not this. They're not that. You know what I mean? They don't understand. And some of them are just numbers people. They're good with numbers. Yeah. They don't. They're not good. Like, okay. For instance, um, I'm watching the Laker game, right? And then everybody is dogging Kyle Kuzma because he only got six points. But they don't understand he also got ten rebounds, right? He also playing defense. He also setting screens. But you have to watch the game to see that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, but if you that's to me, those are good managers that sit back and actually see, put the people in the right position to succeed. And not every yeah. manager or person that's in charge is that. So if that lady Absolutely. had an illness and that woman know that, you knew not to put her there. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. And just like that lady, like, like, and why would you send somebody? And first of all, even if the woman did, uh, the, the six-year-old woman that she was speaking of, and it's just like, yeah, that interview was a little weird. And it's like, and what's Jay? She just kept on talking over everybody. I'm like, he, like, oh, yo, let, let her speak. Like, yo, let her speak. Let her speak. Like let her let her speak. And he's like, I don't know. Bro. Let That's let the lady like inhale for like two seconds and then you ask another question. Cause that's because, you know, they have some personal issues. <laughs> oh yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Gucci But that's the thing about it where that's weird, but yeah, I, I've seen the interview and I'm crazy because I've seen the, the Facebook live and she was like, you know what? I, I've had enough, and I and, th- and I think that's what's going. You know, and that's one thing where it's just like, and you know, definitely huge shout out stuff on Marlboro, and that's going to really help people, and I think that's going to eventually help save people's lives. Yeah, to be honest no, with you, because nobody's yeah. really nobody's really looking when like you know now they're putting these things on Facebook saying I can't, I can't, you know, I can't, I have to work because I'm an essential worker. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's like those jobs, a lot of jobs that people look down upon, like. Like I said, the grocery store, stockers, um, these truck drivers, the people that work at the distribution, this pizza shop that I'm right by that people in there working. You know what I'm saying? Like, like think about, okay, a person that's been working, that's a nurse that's been working all day and she don't have time to cook, she can go to the pizza shop, call, you know what I mean? You don't understand the, the true concept of those things, yeah. being being able to go to the gas station and pump your own gas. Thank God for the self, you know, you go in the grocery store, you ain't got to wait in line. You can go right to, this, to, to, the, to the register and, and do your own. Like, it's so weird that all this stuff has come to fruition now, but we happy that they have it, or the lines will be crazy right now. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, this is one of the things where I'm telling you, this is here for a reason. Is this is going to humble people. 
These are the same people that used to talk all that trash when these fast food workers were were, were asking, like, you know, we need more money, $15 an hour. And then here are these people. Well, you're not essential. Like, who cares about that? But then look look what's happening. Look what's happening now. And that's the thing where I'm telling you, life will always humble you. Don't ever, ever think you're at the peak of the mountaintop. Because guess what? You can fall off there in a second. There will be a boulder. There will be something in this life that will knock you flat down and make you realize, hey, you know what? Treat people with respect. Right. That's like, uh, you know, like, like you know how when you have a buggy, right, and you go mm-hmm. in and get your foot to come out and you put another buggy holder, like, when you could take that, just to be, make stuff easy, you could take that, take that buggy back into the building. You know what I'm saying? That means, that take, that yep. means that person don't have to go get the buggy. Like, they, it's certain things you could do for these type of workers. But you're right. I remember talking to a young man who was, was a Republican, Jewish kid. Love him to death. Mm-hmm. But it shocked me that he, I'm sitting here like, yo, you work at Food Line. I will never down talk somebody that wants a raise. I don't understand it. If a McDonald's workers, do you know what McDonald's workers have to deal with, bro? Correct. Like, and, and, and like, like for instance, like, and they have to stay open, the drive-through, deal with all types of people. Like, you did deal with different type of people at work. Every job is like that. But come on, man. It's it is McDonald's, Wendy. We talk about franchises across the planet. It's no way that them they not supposed to be making at least eleven, ten to fifteen dollars an hour. At and, least. And, right, and that key, and people and that's and that's what you said. And people always say that, like you know, as far as oh uh, well, you know, because it's easy to make. It ain't about the easiness. It's more so the money that they bring in because the money that they bring in, because. Yeah. Like, I'm just gonna be real with you. We've been in experience. What we what we used to do when we were colleagues was it the was it the, was it the hardest thing? No, but it was a service that was vital, and they knew that they were getting paid off of the off of off, off of our labor, so they right. paid us accordingly. Right. And this is the same rules apply for this. And then you got to think about it. These guys are on the front line. They they're just as susceptible to it. As as the the healthcare workers, right? They're in the front lines too. So, so to me, they're they you might as well consider them soldiers as well. You know, honestly, crazy. if you sit Rather down than... and you really think about it, and you look at the grand scheme of things, they are like you know they were rather they were rather rather than pay you more, they were rather just make another inter intercom and another menu and just make it so you can have another line. <laughs> they would rather do that, yeah. which makes you at the same time have to work harder and faster. Exactly. And, and then and the they thing. change the menu and say, hey, you can have breakfast all day. Like, you know, it's just, it's just right. that's what's crazy to me. If you're going to do all that, then, you know, just like I told you, I, I love food line of death, but most of the people that's working there is part-time. The, the the full time people not saying they're not working, but they only working a certain way. They they're going to leave like three or four, or if the or the full time might come in at ten and work to like seven or something like that. Yeah. But most of the people that work in there is part time, but they're not getting the raise. 
only all the full-timers. And there's not a lot of full-timers in food line. They changed that. They changed that Which is crazy. Ago. Right. Which is the, part, the apartment head, and maybe some people may have a full-timer after that, where they make sure that if he can't get his, his – him and her can't get hours in that department, they get it in another area in the store. You know what I mean? But it's usually for part-timers. But they're not giving them raises. They're giving them to all the full-timers. And that's Because, you know, crazy. and plus they ain't got to pay for their health insurance. They ain't got to pay for them to have part-time, paid time off. They slick. We, we know this. And that's the one thing, too, where – and we could definitely get into because uh, I got a story about uh, of, of a certain organization in my in my past, not not <laughs> deep in my past, not within the last like couple of years, but just within like the last like ten fifteen years. So it's nothing, nothing, nothing. But it's just it's just funny how, and I think this is going to be this is a moment where we got to you know it's 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 a humbling experience. I mean you know right. you know you look at those you know you look at people like that ain't right because I remember like you know like you know people would always kind of slick talk and all kind of stuff and you know talking yeah they don't deserve that type of raise they need to get a better skill they need to get that but guess but guess who's serving you in your time of need right I'm telling you man that's and and I'm telling you that's I'm telling you life will always humble you Right. I know people, um, like church people, they get out of church. They ain't been able to go to church. Golden Corral is closed. I'm like, man. <laughs> no and like, 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 like Golden Corral, do you know how many people work actually in Golden Corral? You got waitresses, there's a host, and then you got all them cooks. It's probably at least like, like probably what, 15 people that work in there. That right. don't shut down. Dang. Mm. Hopefully they all those dudes, all those people signed up for DoorDash or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is killing me. There's a bunch of bartenders and waitresses that are not working. And some of them I know used to work at Food Line. They said, well, I need a job. Well, maybe you should take a step back and go back where you started from. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then, but everybody, I think, ain't Lyft still going? Lyfts are still going, right? Yeah. Got they kind of they doing like restrictions, yeah. But I think they still they got, still they yeah. Still you got Lyft, you got DoorDash, Uber Eats. If you got a car, man, y'all still can go get y'all some do something. You know what I mean? Y'all still can go do something. Might open it. Might be like, wow, I ain't going back to waitressing no more. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. You know? And that's one thing. It's opportunity. That's one thing. You know, especially in this. You know. In every you know situation, there's always you know there's always a silver lining and opportunities that do um that do you know that do, that does come around. So yeah, man, it's a it's a rough 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 um rough. But hey, everybody will get everybody get through it. You know, it's just you know right. It's just a it's just a patch. It's just a small little patch, but you know it, it'll still be there. So um uh game ball. Who gets his game ball this week? Well, you know, I was going to constantly keep, you know, bigging up. I was going to get a game ball to, you know, the essential workers and, and you know, places like Food Line. But then I got a text from my aunt, and mm-hmm. I'm going to give the game ball to my little cousin, John Morgan. Um, he has a podcast called Live Your Life Purpose Podcast. He also um, – it's also on YouTube, so you can see the video. Um, 
It's so, man, him and my brother, man, they really trying, they really changing the generational curses, really, you know, just, if you could just look at them and see that they got promise, man. It's, um, I hope you get the chance to to look at the Romeo, the guy who played with LeBron. I think that you're really going to love that podcast, that, that episode, as you get to see how growing up in Akron and how athletes was able to pick where they could play high school basketball at or football. And you get to see one of LeBron James's um, friends and the things that he had to deal with. You know what I mean? And being LeBron's friend and also just being a young man from Akron going overseas to play ball and this, this, and that, you know. Um, it's just, you know, John John went to Akron U. He played ball. Um, just proud of him, man. Doing it. He got married. Um, when we was on the road, matter of fact, he had got married. Um, and one of those uh, extravagant um, um, weddings. I think they had it at Acker University. I think. Like the lobby. It was beautiful, man. Saw pictures of it. It was gorgeous. But, yeah, that's what I'm giving the game ball to, man. Check it out, man. Um, the big one is going to be with him interviewing his father, and I think that's going to be a great interview. I got it in my phone, but he hasn't uploaded on YouTube yet, I don't think. But um, maybe you get the – you know, give you some insight into my family, Coach. Okay. So, Live Your Life Purpose Podcast. Yeah, so um, my game ball, I got to give it to um, Travion Henderson um, of Hopewell High School, uh, the yeah. number one running back in the class of 2021. He yeah, committed yeah. to Ohio State. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 shout yeah, out, yeah. Shout out to Travion Henderson. Um, you know, he had he had a lot of offers. I think Alabama was knocking at his door, a couple other um, spots, and he, he chose Ohio State, man. Definitely huge shout-out. I keep telling these guys, man, I keep telling 804 got talent. Y'all y'all, y'all been sleeping. Yeah. I've been telling yeah. 804, 804, we've been, we been had, we've been, been, we've had been having talent. Y'all, yeah. y'all just discovered it now. Everybody keep on talking about, oh, yeah. yeah. Remember when I was coming up, 757, 757. 804, we got, we got that talent. Yeah, man, and, and like, and when you, anytime you see a talent like that, you know that it's a pedigree there. So he got a couple of dudes that's in that's in the draft. You know what I'm saying? Daryl and um Tobias, there's a couple of dudes that's in the draft. So, man, I was watching yeah. some video of him. Oh my god, <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh yeah, he's he's nasty. Like I, I hopefully everything pans out. I'll be able to try to catch one of these games with him. I, I keep on saying I'm going to do this in the fall and go to these games. I wanted to catch him play. I just want to catch our, our brother Chip at, um, at Amelia. I, you know, a lot of stuff I want to do, and hopefully, you know, it will come to fruition. But, yeah, yeah man, um, yeah, and Travion Henderson, man, he's a talent, man. He's a, he's a beast, man. Yeah, definitely draft-wise. You got those guys, and then you got Makai Becton, who's projected to be a, a, a top ten pick. Which wow, that's unbelievable. You know, and it's just one of the things where it's like it's it's just good for these guys that that are coming up in the eight hundred four to say, you know, hey, if these guys can make it, hell, I can make it too. It ain't, right. It's not it's not a it's not a it's not a pie in the sky. It's not a dream. Like it's I'm- a reality. I'm sad, man, because, you know, cleaning, um, you know, I always mess his name up, but, like, him, um, Daryl, my brother, 
um, mm-hmm. and Tobias, all the ones on the same AAU team. B. Wow. Like, I would have, you know, I can't believe that they have no video footage of that. Because I, I know they, you know, I didn't even, I never saw them play because they would always be away and I had to work. But I could just sense, like, oh my God, you talking about Daryl yeah. Taylor and Cleaning on the same team? Oh my oh, God. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Deadly. Yeah, man. You know? But he definitely he's doing his thing in Las Vegas. Definitely shout out right. to um him eating, and, eating. you know. Eating his Instagram, all you see is food. <laughs> like, I mean that's like, all yeah, I mean at this point, wow. Like extravagant food. I'm like, wow, that garlic yeah. shrimp? Wow. <laughs> but man, <laughs> It's hard to say that Las Vegas Raiders is weird. It's weird coming out of my mouth, like saying the Las Vegas Raiders. Las it's Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, man. Maybe give uh, give them some grit, I guess. You know. Yeah, I'm, that's another one. Can't wait to 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 my uh, beloved Washington Redskins to send upon Las Vegas next year, and you know. And hopefully, you know, we all come in faithful as, as skin fans and make that voice to Las Vegas and, and pack that place out, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, any final thoughts before we, uh, before we end the pod? Um, uh, well, man, like I said, man, um, everybody just be safe. Um, keep supporting one another. Don't get too crazy through social media. I see everybody putting the good shows and – good games and just keep support. That's all this is really about is we all, we all are entitled like we, as one, that's what I think this is all about. And we all need to look out for one another and respect one another and just and and understand a lot of these officials, even our president, I hate to say that got to make some decisions that really is hard. You know what I mean? Because you got to think about everybody, you know, and, you know, just get what you need to get at the store. Thank God these fast food places is open and keep sanitizing, clean yourself up, but you can't be out here really having a good time. You got to be in the house, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's really... Stay at home. If you can, stay at home, stay at home. You know. It's... Do what you got to do. Exercise. Learn a new skill. Do something, guys. I'm I'm for real. You like know. learn something, learn something, a new skill. Develop a game plan of what you how you want your life to be orchestrated in the next months, years, decades. It's the perfect time. It's the you perfect know, time be, to yeah. Be creative. You know what I'm be saying. Be creative. Be creative in so many ways, and like you know, sit down and you know I I know it's a lot. I'm talking to a lot of older people too because what's really to me, they're bothered because they might not have had a Facebook, might not have been into social media. They might not really looked at YouTube like that. You know what I mean? And this gives them a time to – because that's another thing that's going on. It's like you've got to – like Obama used to say that we can't really take steps backwards. We've got to move forward. You know what I mean? And so you never know. Some of your favorite movies might be on YouTube. Some of your favorite, you know, like music. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, Game Ball. I'm sorry. I have to say this. Shout out to the Backyard Band out of D.C. They have found they, they, by them being like the old heads, the veterans now, 
it seemed like a lot of um, with the top of the mountaintop for them, it's a lot of officials is starting to use them for for peace and positivity um, events. So the mayor decided to um, have them do a show that they was able to put on their YouTube and put on Facebook Live, and it opened the door for a lot of go-go bands to start doing that now. They opened up a studio, I think a new studio or something like that, and they did like an hour show, and they said, and the Big G, who's the head yeah. white man, is, is saying that every, rather than going out, you know what I'm saying, they're going to be able to do a show, and they're going to upload it on YouTube. And, man, let me tell you something. I've been listening. Every time I feel like my spirit going down, I'm listening to Day when I, oh, man, ooh. If you don't like go-go music, you like this show, you know what I'm saying? It's stuff like that that people got to do, you know what I'm saying? To And I shout out to the celebrities yeah, man. That, that's doing those things, you know what I mean? Shout out to them. But, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, let's put, let's put a bow on this week. All right, where can you find your social media? Oh, man, the Sean Morgan um, Facebook and DT Morgan 78 Instagram. All right. Um, follow us any social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on the Couch Coach Live. The podcast is just on every podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much anywhere where you get podcasts. Um, we also on uh, Anchor as well. So anywhere you get podcasts, Couch Coach Live. Stay positive. Stay healthy. Right. Learn stay a new very, skill. Stay very positive. Very, stay positive. Learn right. a new skill. Stay healthy. Stay at home. We see you guys next week, man. It's been the Couch Coach Live. Peace.